Welcome to the Raging Takes Podcast with your host, Brian Dixon, Kai Zabo, and Taylor McIntyre. What's up, you turkeys? And welcome back to another episode of the Raging Takes Podcast. Today is episode 32, and today is Wednesday, October 4th, 2023. I am your host, Brian Dixon, joined as always by my co-hosts, Kai the Commissioner Zabo and Taylor McIntyre, a.k.a. Mac. What's up, fellas? Salutations. Hello. Salutations to you as well. Uh, so we're going to be going over the NFL Week 4? Week 4 slate. Yep. Uh, Already was, a uh, month in. It was a pretty entertaining. I know we're about like twenty five percent through the season already, dude. Yeah. Um, pretty eventful week. There were some good games, some stinkers, like always. Uh, there was a Toy Story game uh, mm. that we must talk about. Um, but first, let's start off with Monday Night Football. Uh, mm. A big fucking fart of a game. Uh, mm. Seahawks twenty four, Giants three. Geno Smith, 13 of 20, 110 yards and a touchdown. He left the game in the second quarter for about three minutes. The last three minutes of the half came back to start the third. Uh, Drew Locke replaced him for those three minutes and was very fucking un- unimpressive, if you ask me. If you look at his stat sheet, he's two for six, 63 yards. He also had a touchdown, technically. It was down at the goal line, but it was called a touchdown on the play. But it was off a short pass to like Noah Fant. It was like a short out route, and Noah Fant just took it all the way. Um, ended up coming back, and then Kenneth Walker ended up getting the touchdown. Walker went 17 for 79, and that touchdown. Um, <laughs> I think the big story of this game was Daniel Jones just getting absolutely tortured by the Seahawks defense. Uh, they Seahawks had 11 sacks total. Daniel Jones threw two picks. Did he fumble, too? Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he had at least one fumble, yeah. if not two. Yeah, it, it was it was not a good showing. The pick six was terrible, too. He had a pick oh. six, uh, Dev- Devon Witherspoon. Uh, I mean, they were threatening at the goal line, uh, and I think it was 14-3 to three at the time. So let's say the Giants score that touchdown. It's 14-10. to 10. They go, uh, was it half? No, it was after halftime, but 14-10, to 10, that's a totally different ball game. And they at least get a little bit of momentum back. But Daniel Jones just threw like one of the worst passes of his life, honestly. And then there was that little incident on, in, on the sideline with Brian Dable. Did you see that where he threw the tablet? Yeah, he's like, oh, you don't want to talk about how shit you are? Let's just, you know, fuck you then. After the game, the reporters asked Dayball about it, and uh, they were like, well, what did you want Daniel, Daniel Jones to do there? And he goes, well, obviously not throw an interception. <laughs> <laughs> sassy man. Um, uh, you think the Giants are regretting paying Daniel Jones right now? Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. I would say that little playoff run that they went on last year did more harm than good. Yeah, yep. just because they oh, signed him. Awful. Yeah, they got fooled, honestly. And yeah, it was just a bad move in hindsight. Let's say if the Giants don't make the playoffs last year or they get like smoked in the first round by the Vikings, do you think that they would have paid Daniel Jones? Because there's still a possibility they would have. I mean, I think just based off the season he had alone, there's there was a chance that they signed him because they actually thought they had something in him, but I don't know. He played out of his mind last year, so I think he gets paid either way, yeah, to answer your question. I still feel I like it was probably kind of, right. I still feel like it was kind of fluky though. I I mean I wasn't fooled personally. Um, I, I definitely wasn't ready to crown him as like a top 10 quarterback or anything, but I thought he had taken like 
a necessary step in the right direction for his production. Uh, I definitely did not expect something like this to be going on this year. I don't, I don't know if he was going to quite be as good as he was at like the second half of the year last year, but I, I definitely expect him to be better than what we've seen so far. What, what is it? The Giants have been outscored. Was it 64 to three at home now this year? Is that correct? Gosh, I think they've only had the yeah. two home games, right? The Cowboys and the Seahawks. So Yikes. it's like, Ooh. sweet Yikes. Jesus. Uh, that's not good. So a uh, couple other stats in this game. Charbonnet, Zach Charbonnet, five for 31. He runs hard, man. I like him. He's mm. going to be good. He's going to be really sharp. good. Dude, if Kenneth yeah. Walker goes down, Charbonnet's, I mean, Locked he's going to be one easy in fantasy if Walker goes down. Um, which Walker has had the tendency to do in his short career. So hopefully that doesn't happen because I, I really like watching that guy play. But if he does, uh, Charbonnet has a chance to fucking take the NFL world by storm in, in that scenario. Uh, Noah Fant mentioned before he had that touchdown called back, but he's still two catches for 63 yards. Tyler Lockett, four for 54. Uh, DK Metcalf, three for 34 and a touchdown on the defensive side of the ball for Seattle. Uh, I mean, there was standouts across the board, honestly, but the two big ones, Bobby Wagner had 17 total tackles and two sacks. Devon Witherspoon had seven tackles, two sacks, and a pick six. Uh, so that's very impressive for the for the it was rookie. It a really long one, too, right? That it was, was like the 98 one, yards. Yeah, it was like Something one like of the that. longest in a long time, yeah. Dr. Dank's trying to trade me stuff. Um, <laughs> Uh, Daniel John Whitman's 27 of 34 for 203 yards and two interceptions. Also had 66 rushing yards. Matt Breida, 14 for 30 on the ground, five for 48 through the air. He was the leading receiver for the Giants, five catches for 48 nice. yards. Wow. Um, not great. Not great. Uh, Wandell Robinson, five for 40. He looked uh, good. I like Wondell Robinson, honestly. I like him a lot. He's the Rondale Moore that Rondale Moore never was. You know what I mean? Like, they're mm-hmm. similar size, but he's actually good, basically. I like him. I think he's a decent speculative stash piece if you have, like, an empty spot on your bench in fantasy and you want to just see what what happens over the next few weeks if uh, the Giants passing game can figure themselves out. I think Wondell's worth a pickup. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't drop anybody special for him, but like, if, you have, if you have roster spots, do it. Uh, Daniel Jones trust him. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Uh, Darren Waller, three for twenty-one. His disappointing season continues. And then for the Giants, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau had two sacks. So, uh, what? Any other thoughts about this game, Kai? Do you got anything? No, I mean Giants are absolutely in danger, though. Seems like the recipe for the Giants is if you pay somebody, they don't produce. So, time to moneyball. You know, just don't mm. pay anybody and. Slap it together, more or less, and see what happens from here on out. Constantly build through the draft and just let everybody walk when their contracts are up. (laughs) Yep, pretty Pretty much. much. I mean, uh, who's the other team? The Steelers kind of do that a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. It works for other teams. Um, Yeah, Giants are stinky, though. This game sucked, bro. Um, They need Saquon to get that offense going. Matt Breida like, ain't it, dude. It's crazy how much they need him, and they didn't want to pay him, ironically. And they didn't yeah. want to pay him because he can't stay healthy, which is pretty ironic, too. Because he, well... You think that if you had... Go ahead, I sorry. I, I, I'm just saying you can't fault a guy for playing as hard as he does. Like, he leaves it all out there every single game. That's the reason he's so productive. Yeah. Um... Jesus Christ, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, 
you think that if you had a superstar running back that was super injury prone, you would have spent money on a backup running back that was better than Matt Burita. Absolutely. Mm. Right? That seems like an odd choice. The other New York team, Dalvin Cook. He could have been on that team instead, maybe. Could have been, maybe. I don't know if it would have been much better than Matt Breida, but we'll, we'll get to Dalvin in a little bit. Yeah, Dalvin has not been very great. He also isn't getting a lot of touches, though, either, so maybe yeah. that could be an excuse. He he hasn't looked impressive, though. But, yeah, Breida's not looking great either. Uh, I got really nothing else to say about this game. Uh, Seahawks just completely smacked down the Giants. Primetime games continue to be stinky. Seems like a problem that happens a lot, honestly. Um, next up talk about what was probably like the most exciting game heading into the week was Bills Dolphins Bills won 48 to 20 it was honestly just complete beat down I didn't really expect the beat down I'm not shocked that the Bills won but I didn't expect it to be a blowout I didn't think it would be blowout either way yeah Josh Allen had a great game 21 of 25 320 yards four touchdowns and then he had 17 rushing yards plus another touchdown James Cook, 12 for 29, not great yards per carry, but he got a touchdown and a 48-yard catch as well. Latavius Murray is, stays involved. He was 4 for 32, plus two catches for 24. Stefan Diggs had a had a nuke of a game, 6 for 120 and three TDs. Gabe Davis scored for, I think, the third straight week. Is that correct? Yeah. Keeping Gabe Davis, going. 3 for 61 and a touchdown, so he's looking like a viable flex play potentially moving forward. Dalton Kincaid, 4 for 27. On the other side for the Dolphins, two at 25 of 35, 282 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Uh, Devon Achan, only eight carries, but got 101 yards and two touchdowns. So his hot streak keeps it going. Uh, He added 19 yards through the air as well on three catches. Raheem Moster, not a good game. Seven for nine, plus three catches for 36. Uh, I think he may have fumbled too. Do I have that right? He did. So maybe McDaniel was just like, get him out. The, I mean, they really weren't running the ball much anyway. They were down big. So Tyreek, three for 58. The first real, really the first game this year that he's been held in check. Waddle, four for 46. He's been quite disappointing in fantasy. Jalen Waddle, if you spent a second round pick on Jalen Waddle, you're not too happy with the outcome so far. Um, Braxton Berrios, one of my guys. I like Braxton Berrios. I think he's kind of underrated. Six for 43 and a touchdown for him. Durham Smythe, 4 for 41. Uh, I think this was a pretty big statement game for the Bills. What do you guys think? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that defense is legit, and it got hot at just the right time. Especially the loss in week one to the Jets, you know, you know, via Zach Wilson, because Rodgers was out right away, obviously. So I think they've kind of been, you know, proving themselves ever since then, and this was the biggest part of it for sure. You're right. Yeah, I did say last week that this was the Bills' defense' biggest test against the fast Miami Dolphins' offense, and yeah, they shut them down pretty well. Crazy well. Do you think the Bills are just that much better than the Dolphins, or you think this was just you just caught them on the wrong day, or what? I, I I would say it's more they caught them on the wrong day than they're just like that much better. But yeah, there's something f- to be said when you. Uh, sorry to cut you off, Kai. Uh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say the Bills do look like the more complete team all around, though. Right. So there's something to be said when you stomp an in-division team, though. Absolutely. You know, that's that says something to me. The Bills kind of made a statement like this is still our division. 
So yep. calm down with the Dolphins. So the Dolphins do have weak points. Like their defense really isn't all that great. I mean, obviously they gave up 48 points this game. Uh, definitely a weak spot that they got going on. So Dolphins aren't perfect, but their offense is so good that it's probably going to cover up a lot of their mistakes and and you know, weak points. Just didn't happen today. The Bills are a tough team though, and they they look significantly better the last few weeks than they did in Week One. So I think that Jets game may have just been a little fluky. You know, opening night. Jets defense is a terror. Uh, I think the Bills are are very much still a uh, Super Bowl Super Bowl contender right now for yep. sure. They're up there. Um, moving on. Jaguars twenty three, Falcons seven. <laughs> the Pixar game. Um, did you guys watch any of this game on Disney Plus? I did. Yeah, I woke up like for some reason at like seven a.m. that day. Cause I think I had like something to do, but I, I turned it on and I was actually kind of surprised. It was actually kind of cool. And, um, uh, it was kind of funny. It kind of looked like a, a better version of Madden almost. I you honestly, know. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I just watched maybe like a quarter cause I couldn't get my ESP and plus to get logged in and stuff. So I actually had to watch some of this game like that. <laughs> and, uh, no, it was fine. It was cool. I thought it was pretty cool. I it, from a little I saw, I didn't see much of it. Like I kind of like woke. I like <laughs> I set an alarm for six thirty. Woke up, turned it on Disney Plus, and then went back to sleep. That way, I could just like every once in a while, wake up, watch like a couple plays, and go back to sleep. So like the the this, the handful of plays that I watched, I was like, this is pretty cool, honestly. Yeah, like uh, uh, toy Booger McFarlane on the sideline wearing a goofy <laughs> jersey. Uh, it was. <laughs> It was it was cool, I guess. Uh, I I missed this, but I heard on part of my take that he mentioned ayahuasca, which, which was a funny <laughs> having an ayahuasca uh, reference on a Pixar game on Disney Plus. I thought that was kind of funny, but uh, the Jaguars ended up whooping down the Falcons. T Law was twenty three of thirty for two hundred seven yards and a touchdown, forty two yards on the ground. Etn twenty for fifty five, three catches, seventeen yards. A little disappointing game for him. Christian Kirk continues to be like a target monster. Eight for eighty-four for him. Evan Ingram seven for fifty-nine. Evan Ingram has been has been doing pretty solid too. Yeah. Uh, Calvin, Eddie. Calvin Ridley two for thirty-eight. Not that impressive, but he did get a touchdown. Um, I'm not. I don't know. I really know how to feel about Calvin Ridley. Uh, yeah, I think the expectations are a little bit lower on him now, but uh, after the hot start to the season, still kind of think he's going to be good though at oh, some yeah. point here. Yeah. Right, I mean, you got, um, we have to remember that the Jaguars' yeah. offense as a whole has been kind of slow to start the month. Yeah, that's, that's fair true. Enough. Yeah, I will think. I I think things might change up a little bit if Zay Jones is back this week. I think uh, Trevor Lawrence really trusts Zay Jones for some reason. You know, I mean, yeah. he's a good player. I'm not saying he's, he's not a good player. Yeah, but uh, there's a little bit of a connection there, and that'll spread things out a little bit. Uh, it was a big day for Josh Allen's. The Jaguars' Josh Allen, the, the pass rusher, got three sacks. Uh, I, so he's had four games this year. Two of them he had zero sacks, and two of them he's had three sacks. So he has six sacks on the air. Uh, so he's just boom or bust, baby. <laughs> it's yeah. all in or all out. Uh, Desmond Ritter on the other side, 19 of 31, 191 yards, a touchdown, two picks, a fumble, and a very awkward try, attempt at a hand dap with uh, – with Mac Hollins. Oh, that was hilarious. Yikes. 
Uh, I don't know if like the cutoff made it worse than it, but like it looked like Matt Collins was going to go confront him for being such a bad football player when he tried to like dap him up. He like went up to him. And Matt Collins like stood up very threatening, like he was going to beat him up. And I, yeah, I don't know bro. No, what it was that like, was about. It was like he was almost offended that Ritter was trying to dap him. He was like, "What?" <laughs> and, and like, and Matt Collins is solid, but like he's not the, he's not good enough to be like doing shit like that though you know so i was like if back Collins is, is punking you like that dude that's not great he, he actually said that he's still the starter though so I don't he know. looked he looked genuinely angry that ritter was trying to dap him this is the uh, team dylan thinks they're gonna win the division i just don't i i don't see it i, don't I will see say it. something for uh my fellow mac brethren there mac hollins he was always open in this game every time i saw him so maybe that's why he's mad there wasn't a toy five yards near him at any time, <laughs> any point in the That's game. True, couldn't get the claw near him either. <laughs> the claw was pretty cool. The claw was so cool. <laughs> claw was cool. Apparently, the Slinky Dog was the chains. Yeah, he yeah. was. Is that right? I didn't. I missed that one. Uh, B. John Robinson, fourteen for one hundred and five, five catches, thirty-two yards. Just needs to start scoring more touchdowns, right? How many touchdowns does he have this year? I think like two. Two, like one yeah. receiving, one rushing, isn't it? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. I think it was both week one, too, wasn't it? Was it both week one? I think so. Can't say for yeah. sure. Um, I know he got vultured by Algier on one for sure. I think week two. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, Jadu Smith. <laughs> oh, my God. Jadu goodness. Smith. <laughs> Six catches, 95 yards. They refuse to use Kyle Pitts, but they will throw the ball to John U. Smith. No, no offense to John U. Smith. I'm sure he's perfectly fine. He had that one really good year in, with Tennessee a few years back. But uh, you'd think that you would be trying to use Kyle Pitts more. Drake London, three for 28 and a touchdown. Uh, Kyle Pitts was two catches, 21 yards. So um, so what do we think about this? the quarterback situation? Arthur Smith is going to stick with Desmond Ritter, but how, for how much longer? Taylor Heineke's got to see the field soon, right? Yeah, it's going to be sooner rather than later. I mean, on on paper, this Falcons team is actually a good football team. They just have it's kind of like the Jets. You know, biggest question mark is at the quarterback position. They just need a decent quarterback. So they don't have a bye week, the Falcons, until week eleven. So they're going to need to make a change before that happens. I agree. I mean, I I would have had Heineke in there from the beginning. I I sort of understand why they would want to see what Ritter had at the beginning, but like like Ritter didn't even play preseason. Like you should have played him in the preseason. Not that that would have helped anything, but it just made no sense. Especially now looking at this uh, at what we're getting. Ritter is, I mean, he's got to be. He's a bottom what three quarterback in the league, if not bottom he's, one. He's awful. Just, yeah, just yeah, very unimpressive. Very so, bad. um, I, I just, I'm really excited to see what the offense will look like with Heineke. Heineke's not known for like giving people like, you know, 15 targets a game. So it's not like all the, like Drake London, Kyle Pitts. I don't know if they're going to become super fantasy relevant when Taylor Heineke comes in, but it's going to be better than anything Ritter's given you. So I, I'm, I'm kind of excited to see what it would look like with Heineke. Absolutely. It, it has to happen very soon. Yeah. Might be Ritter's last week, honestly. Uh, Broncos 31, Bears 28. Javante Williams left this game with a hip injury. Uh, I keep getting like mixed signals about if he's going to miss any time. At first, they were like, Oh, he's not expected to miss any time. Hello, Sansa. He's not expected to miss any, t- any time at all. Uh, but like hip injuries kind of funky, and I don't know. I, I think I could see him definitely missing at least one week. I, I don't know. What do you guys think about that? 
think the experts are, well, you know, air quotes experts are saying he definitely misses one week, maybe two. And I don't think he practiced again today, so that's not boding well for the lad. He did miss practice today, yeah. Um, so in his place, they have some AJP Ryan who didn't really do anything this last game. And then they also have Julio McLaughlin who had seven carries for 72 yards plus three catches for 32 and a touchdown. Uh, so not a lot of touches, but he made the most of them when he got him. Uh, mm-hmm. Russ had a really solid game, 21 for 28, 223 yards, three touchdowns. I didn't watch any of this game, so I'm sure it probably didn't look that pretty, but pretty good stats. Bears defense is atrocious. Oh. Jerry yeah. Judy, three catches for 52. Marvin Mims, two for 47. Cortland Sutton, three for 27. Brandon Johnson, one for four and a touchdown. Uh, that guy. Spreading, spreading that ball around, baby. Yeah. Um, I don't like that guy for some reason. Brandon, Brandon Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, it's like the Frank Gore of wide receivers. I don't know. Mm. I'm unfamiliar with his game. Yeah, well, nobody is because he doesn't <laughs> do much except for vulture touchdowns somehow. Uh, Justin Fields uh, had his best game of the season by far, 28 of 35, 335 yards, four touchdowns, a pick and a fumble. Khalil Herbert, 18 for 103. Oh, by the way, that fumble that Fields had was awful. It was like in the fourth quarter and the Broncos are coming back and it was just, I mean, brutal, soul-crushing. Uh, Khalil Herbert, 18 for 103, four catches for 19 and a touchdown. DJ Moore had a monster game, eight for 131 and a touchdown. Cole Komet had a monster game, seven catches, 85 yards, two touchdowns. Darnell Mooney even got in on the action, four for 51. Uh, the Bears allowed 17 unanswered in the fourth quarter. Brutal. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, though, could be a win, though, in the long run, because if they keep losing and the Panthers keep losing, they they might have the top two picks in the draft this year. So now I guess the question the question we need to ask, though, is is was this actually a upgrade from fields that we saw or was it just because of the opponent he was facing? It was the opponent, I think. Yeah, I mean, do we expect Fields to continue this improvement throughout the season? So he gets Washington this week, which isn't an amazing matchup. Uh, I mean, tomorrow night, yeah, it's significant. It's it's a worse matchup than the Broncos, but it's not like the Commanders aren't like elite either. So I could see Fields having another nice game. I like. I think if he's on my roster, I think I would start him. But I could see that going either way, man. I, I really don't know. I, I'm so glad I didn't have Fields anywhere, which I, I would have drafted him too. I just didn't end up with him this year. And I'm so glad that I didn't end up with him because this sounds like such a fucking headache. I guess I was super high on him in the offseason. I was going to say, three of us were. I guess the actual question I'm asking is um, does this uh, loosen the leash on Justin Fields a little bit, this performance? You would hope. I, I think it would, but I don't know if I'm actually buying into it yet myself. So I don't know. Eberflus seems like he's you know doing it his way. They're not really calling any designed runs for him and stuff. So I don't. I don't really know, man. Sometimes coaches can be stubborn. What were you gonna say, Mac? Exactly what you just said. Just the coaching ain't there right now. They're not scheming it up in a way that benefits Justin Fields. Um. We were just talking about Desmond Ritter probably being the worst quarterback in the league. Eberflus got to be like the worst coach in the league, right? Uh, well, McDaniels is there, so second worst. Worst out of the actual people that should be head coaches. 
Yeah, it's Nathaniel Hackett vibes. Yeah, so not not great there. Um, honestly, though, this it turned out to be an entertaining game. Uh, you couldn't have paid me to watch this game, but it turned out to be pretty entertaining. No, yeah, it was a great game to watch. A lot of fantasy points. A lot of fantasy points. Pretty electric um, stuff going on. Uh. Let's move on. Titans 27, Bengals 3. Uh, Are the Bengals toast, bro? I think so. Not yeah. good. I, I had this as such a bounce back week for the Bengals, and yeah, I just got a dump laid on my chest. <laughs> it's not good for them right now. I mean, obviously, we all know uh, Joe Burrow's playing through something with the calf. That's all well and fine, but it's just all dump-offs, you know what I mean? It's like, he's not getting it to Jamar Chase, he wasn't getting it to Higgins when Higgins was playing. Uh, Tyler Boyd, like, is he still even on this team? He's been good before, I don't know, you know? Uh, they were talking about this on Pardon My Take. Wouldn't, would you just like rest him for a few weeks? Like, I mean, Jake Browning can't be that much worse than what we're getting out of Burrow right now, right? Does Burrow really give you a chance to like win the game? It doesn't really seem like it. I mean, if he's playing at his full potential, yeah, he absolutely gives but you a chance not. to win the game, but he's not. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think they rushed him back too soon. And even after the second injury, they definitely brought him back too soon. I think he rushed himself back, to be fair, because everything that was coming from the Bengals was like... We want to keep him out. We want to keep him healthy. And then everything Joe Burrow is saying is, I want to play, right? Yeah. And that's standard. That's just a competitor mindset. He's always been like this. You know, it's very common for any football player, honestly, especially a quarterback. So I'm not, there's not too much to like lay blame here other than, you know, it's just like, it's not getting it done on the field. So, I mean, yeah, Jake Browning might not be bad. We also thought Dorian Thompson Robinson. I, I did I say his name right? Anyway, the quarterback for the Browns this week. We thought he wouldn't be that bad. He was pretty bad. Um, we'll I was see. about to crown him as the next Tom Brady. <laughs> no, DTR. All, all he does is talk this guy up. Yeah, and he goes out there and he's like five for twenty nine. It was, he uh, was hilarious to watch. Though. Explain was, yourself, Kai. Explain it, yourself. It was an awful first matchup for a mm. rookie. So I was just saying he was a preseason darling, and I was like, this guy could be something someday. That's it. We'll get to the Browns in a little bit. But yeah, uh, I, I think uh, an IR stint would, would help Burrow a lot, personally. Oh, it would help Burrow a lot. Yeah, four weeks. Dude, take a month off, get that calf right. Like, I mean, what are they one and three? I, I, you think Jake Browning can't go one and three? <laughs> like he, he could, Jake Browning. We've never seen it before. Maybe he's good enough to go two and two. Maybe he can three and one. I, I don't know what their schedule looks like upcoming, but like I think I would, I think I would rest him, man. I, I, I would throw him on IR and give him a month off and just see if Jake Browning can do anything. And then in a month, hopefully you got the real Joe Burrow back, and then you can make a little bit of a run towards the playoffs. Yeah, I, I wouldn't IR him personally. I would two weeks see where he's at and then if it if it doesn't feel right you know fine you know then he's fucked up you didn't put him mm -hmm. on, on on ir but i think two weeks sounds right yeah take kai 
No, I mean it's just it's obviously very concerning for the Bengals. I mean, especially against a like a weird ass Titans team too. I mean, this Titans team, it's like they look horrible we- some weeks, and then some weeks they actually look like they're a goddamn good football team, and I just don't get it. Fucking weirdos. Uh, well, it's all up to Derrick Henry. You know what I mean? Every game is up to Derrick Henry and how well is he he's able to perform. How I mean, how well they're even able to Tana, block even Tannehill had a decent game against a good D line. So it's just like it's so weird week to week with football. Well, yeah, but this is like the most we've seen them ask to pass. You know, twenty five attempts. Like, yeah. That's like got to be by far the most we've seen them ask him to pass it this this season. Yeah. So and. They have good receivers, I, I think. You know, I like Chico Conco, obviously DeAndre Hopkins. Westbrook Akine is a good player. I don't know, you know? It's it's just weird, yeah. It's very um, strange. Talked about Derrick Henry. He had a vintage Henry game. It was so nice to see it, too, because I was starting to get worried. I'm like, oh, man, is Henry washed? I, mean, I wasn't ready for Derrick Henry to be washed. I love watching Derrick Henry play football. And then today he's like, Tajay Sharp, who? Or Tajay Spears, Tajay Spears, Tajay, Tajay Sharp's a different player, isn't he? Didn't he? Yeah. Didn't he used to play he was the on the Titans too? for a long yeah. time. Yeah, 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 it's a good call, actually. Classic mistake. Classic mistake. Derrick Henry, twenty-two for hundred and twenty-two and a touchdown. Also had a two-yard passing touchdown. Mentioned Tannehill. Oh, so ago. cool. That was fucking cool. Can as we shit, talk dude. about that for a second? Absolutely. How, it was like a fadeaway jump shot, fucking touchdown throw, like. If you haven't seen it, you absolutely need to go look it up because it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen from a non-quarterback. I'm a sucker for a jumping pass touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like you really only get them from running backs. They're fucking cool, though. No, um, yeah. And then when you throw it to a lineman, a thick six, it those are like the two best things in football right there. You know, you know, Rabel just had a fucking boner and a half after that play. Like, that's the, he, mm. he probably fucking thought that up like on Saturday night. He's like, oh, I got to get Derek Henry a passing touchdown <laughs> tomorrow. Get it. I got to uh, get it. I don't know if you remember back in the day, Mike Vrabel was like known for being like the linebacker that would come in and catch touchdowns like at the goal line where they would bring him in as like a tight end. And Tom Brady would, and, you know, Belichick would scheme up a play to get Vrabel open and, and Brady would throw a touchdown to him. Like, I think Vrabel has like eight or nine passing or like receiving touchdowns in his career because they would just they had like a, a you know a goal line set with Frabel as a tight end so he's just a football I, I, player yeah I feel like that that back in the day got Frabel just like juiced up for like trick plays where he's like I gotta get my running back to throw some touchdowns I gotta get my lineman in there to catch some touchdowns I think like Frabel just like fucking he, he he just feels it for that type of shit uh Tannehill 18 for 25 240 yards a touchdown and an interception. DeAndre Hopkins was four for 63. Westbrook Akine had a pretty solid game, five for 51 and a touchdown. Then over on the Bengals side, Joe Burrow, 20 of 30 for 165 yards. No touchdowns, no picks. 14 for 67 for Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon has been perfectly fine. Like, perfectly he's just like average. The, the definition of this is fine. <laughs> 14 for 67, nothing to write home about, but hey, that's okay. That's an okay stat line. You're definitely not happy about it in fantasy, but that's an okay stat line. Uh, yeah. Jamar Chase, 7 for 73. Another solid game for Chase. Like 14-something points. You know, you, you want more out of him, obviously, but it's better than the alternative of like 6 and 9 that he had a couple of week, for a couple of weeks this year. Uh, Tyler Boyd, 4 for 26. And, of course, T. Higgins left this game with a rib injury. He is expected to miss some time. 
or is he? They, he's he seems like he wants to play, but I rib injuries suck, dude. Like that's it's like rib, one of the most a fracture, not just a bruise or something like that. It so is like significant. Yeah, that's gotta be so fucking painful. I don't know how you go out there and get hit by a linebacker with a rib fracture, dude. Uh, dude so. Everything I've ever heard about a rib fracture is like it just hurts to breathe. It hurts to sneeze, yeah. laugh, cough, any of it. So it's like anything to do with rib. Like you get a fucking tattoo on your ribs that hurts more than the other tattoo spots, you know? So it's mm. like ribs are just so delicate. So like if something goes on down there at all, like you're just going to be inside. It's in the middle of your body and it's like you're going to be so much, so much pain. How can you even run with a rib fracture? I would be fucking, I would be such a pussy if I had a rib fracture. I wouldn't be doing yeah. anything. That's one of the uh, ones. I don't know. I wouldn't mess with it, but I wouldn't uh, either. But T Higgins is much tougher men than a uh, much tougher man than we are. So uh, I wouldn't be shocked, I guess, if he's out there. I think that they should shut him down for a couple of weeks as well, though, just to get him right. Just, just get the band back together in like uh, week eight. Yeah. That's 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 what I would do personally. Um, You guys picking up Tyler Boyd in fantasy? I, I I'm not going to. No, absolutely I, not. I'm kind of low on this whole Bengals offense at the moment. Fade them for at least two weeks, I say. I think Chase is the only must-start Bengal yeah. right well, now. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Higgins even if, even then, Higgins is fully healthy. You'd probably just throw, still throw him in the lineup no matter what. But like Higgins with a rib fracture, I don't even know if I would want to mess with that either. Honestly, if he plays, nah. Between his rib and and Burrow's calf, man, I don't know, man. So mm-hmm. I um. I'm not touching Tyler Boyd. Uh, I don't know, man. Anything else you want to talk about this game? Other than the Derrick Henry, a t- uh, uh, couple of touchdowns from Derrick Henry, there's not a whole lot to talk about. No. It didn't get a lot of red zone time for a reason. It sure didn't. It sure didn't. I, it kind of makes me sad that the Bengals are bad. They, they've been one of the more fun teams to watch the last like three years. Now they're just like so boring. They're such a boring team to watch now. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I picked them to be in the Super Bowl in our preseason predictions, so I'm very saddened by this. Mine's still looking pretty strong. I, I think I said Bills over Eagles. What did uh, or did I say Eagles over? I said Bills Eagles. I can't remember who I said who. Who who did you say, Kai? Who was your prediction? It had to have been Eagles, right? Yeah, well, I said Eagles over Bengals. Eagles over Bengals. Okay. Yeah. And what did you say? Bengals over who, Mac? Oh, I said the, the Niners beat the Bengals in the Super Bowl. Oh, Niners beat the Bengals in the Super Bowl. Yeah, so we had we had some pretty different outcomes. So, all right, um, move on. This honestly, so the next two games we're going to talk about, honestly, were probably the two best games of the week. Uh, mm-hmm. First up, Eagles 34, Commanders 31 in overtime. Jalen Hurts 25 for 37, 319 yards, two touchdowns, plus 34 rushing yards. DeAndre Swift, another nice game. 14 for 56 and a touchdown. Gainwell, only 4 for 14. That's got to be nice to see, right, Kai? Is that, it seems like the Eagles are learning their lesson right now, right? Yeah. No, I mean, like I said, I think they know who the best running back is on that roster, and it's obviously Swift. And it can't be like game script stuff. And maybe it is. Who knows? Uh, Sirianni's kind of like an odd bird, but... Uh, this was like this was a game that you would be you would think they they would get split time because they were I mean it was a close game the entire time it was hard fought it's a division game you want the, you want to win that in Philadelphia you obviously can't lose to the Commanders in Philadelphia uh, so uh, this is a good sign for me personally if I'm a DeAndre Swift owner which I am mm-hmm. uh, and, and I mean Gainwell I think if you have Gainwell I think 
you could drop him and probably be fine, or you could just stash him on your bench. I, I think I would personally bench him and just wait and see just in case this changes. But 14 to 4 carry wise from DeAndre Swift, I think that's a great sign for the Eagles because Swift is just significantly better. Oh, yeah. Uh, AJ Brown, nine for 175 and two touchdowns. The one, that one long touchdown that he had was fucking awesome, where he was like, just like cutting through the blockers yeah. and the defenders. It was so cool. Uh, it's it fun really watching him good. run. Devontae Smith, seven for 78. Uh, just a very consistent right, wide receiver duo right there. AJ mm-hmm. Brown and Devontae Smith. They just always get it done for the, like, they're so good. Yeah. I don't have much more to say than that. I got to say, Devontae Smith is one of my favorite Eagles of all time. I like genuinely, like, I hate the Eagles with all my heart, and I genuinely love that guy. I think he's so awesome. Uh, I have no issue with AJ Brown or anything like that, but Devontae Smith is fucking sick, dude. I love watching him play. Yeah. Congratulations to Devontae Smith for for being a father. I don't know if it was his first kid or not, but um, on the defensive side for, for Philly, Nicholas Morrow, 11 tackles, three sacks for him. Yeah, he looks good. good. Yeah. Um, wow. Sam Howell, 29. Oh, let me, let me, Sam Howell. Oh, we got good Sam Howell back, baby. Yeah. Uh, 29 for 41, 290 yards, a touchdown plus 40 rushing yards. He looked good, man. I, I don't know. I think, I think Howell's good. Yeah. I mean, after last week, this was a good bounce back game from him. But unfortunately, I mean, it also comes down to the Eagles defense being very suspect as well. The secondary, they're passing, they're passing defense is yeah. suspect. Yeah, very uh, suspect. I still, I still trust the Eagles D line. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, the, the passing defense there. is very suspect. You think they like yeah. make a trade or something at the deadline to like get like a corner or a safety or something to help that what, out? What happened to the Buddha Baker shit? Uh, I mean, let's do it. I mean, he's still on IR, but I wouldn't be surprised if they shoot for him soon. That I mean, wasn't like a real rumor, though, was it? No, it was a it was it's been rumored since the offseason. Like Eagles oh, are yeah, Eagles were interested in him in, in the offseason. Um but you know with Howie Roseman, you, you never know. I mean this guy loves to make splash trades, so we could definitely expect one by midseason, I'd say. Um I am I'm starting Sam Howell in our Dynasty League this week, by the way. Streamer. Whoa. Gino's not, mm. Gino's not buying. It's between Sam Howell and Josh Dobbs. So I'm, I'm gonna yeah, roll with Sam we, Howell we against roll the it Bears. Back. Yeah. <laughs> play the hits. Play the hits. Uh Brian Robinson having a really good season, man. 14 for 45, which isn't that great of a stat line. He had a touchdown, though. It's also against the Eagles. So I think 14 for 45 and a touchdown is quite good if you're playing the Eagles. Mm-hmm. He's the um, running back. That's what matters. Absolutely. First off, Gibson sucks. Uh, and yeah. second of all... F- the fumble master? <laughs> fumble master. Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, it feels like Brian Robinson is going to be the leading guy the rest of the way for the commanders. And honestly, I think he's looked really well and I think he deserves the chance. So good for him. Terry McLaurin, a for 86. His target percentage keeps going up, dude. Uh, mm-hmm. He keeps getting more and more involved in the offense. It seems like he's obviously the best play between him and Dotson where that was kind of debated going into the season. Dotson oh. had a touchdown in this game, but he's just not really doing much. Go ahead, Mac. I was going to say Dotson was out for a, about a quarter, I believe. So he was out for a little bit and then came right back in, scored the touchdown. So Ooh, I, I didn't know that. So, yeah, good point for there. Uh, Curtis Samuel looked pretty good in this game, too. He was catching a lot of passes. Seven for 51. Uh, he's a nice little slot guy for them. Uh, Dotson, four for 27 and a touchdown. 
Cam Curl on the defensive side for the Commanders, 12 tackles and a sack. Uh, he's a he's a nice little safety. Nice young guy. Um, Fun so, name. I like uh, it. Great, great name. Uh, so give me uh, give me your take, Kai. How do you feel about the Eagles after this game? It's a tough um, game. So, I mean, the offense as a whole looks much improved from the first few weeks. And thank God for that, too, because if they weren't as good as they were, we definitely would have lost this game because of our horrendous secondary. So I'm glad to see our offense is finally rounding back into its 100% form. I'm not sure if I'd say we're exactly there yet. But it's a good sign going forward. You got any takes on this game, Mac? Nah, I mean, the Eagles are who we thought they were. I can't even say it. The Eagles, who uh, they are, who we thought they were. And then the Commanders, they're they're giving me some hope in that offense. The defense is about what I expected. They're solid. So I always liked Ron Rivera. I think is the moral to the story for me, you know? I think he's a solid enough coach to lead a team in the right direction. I don't I don't know. If, I'm I'm not I I'm I'm not I don't know about Ron Rivera personally, but uh he's definitely not a horrible coach, but I don't know. If you look at like his records that he's had over the years, like how how often has how long has he been a head coach for? Probably close to like 15 years now. He only time. has he only has a couple winning records uh on his on his uh resume so it was all cam newton yeah and then it, you're right honestly it was, it, i mean it really was especially like the year they went to the super bowl like cam newton just had a fucking monster mvp season and no, i don't yeah. know i think ron rivera gets by a lot on his uh his fancy nickname riverboat ron i think that helps stick a little bit which also i think he should have to give that nickname back as he refused to go for mm-hmm. two at the end of that game at the end oh. of regulation Tell Riverboat him. Ron goes for two, baby. Ron yeah, Rivera tell. goes to overtime, but Riverboat Ron goes for two. So I think Riverboat Ron is out, man. I don't think we can call him that Let's anymore. Go, dude. Let's go. That seemed like, seem like an obvious play. Like you're in Philadelphia. You want to go to overtime with the defending NFC champions? Like the commanders are a solid team, it looked like. I mean, they're on the cusp of going three and one. But uh, like the Eagles are on a different level, dude. And you have a chance to steal one in Philadelphia. All you gotta do is just get one conversion. Like, dude, you fuck can't it, bro. Something go for up. it. Yeah. Go for it, man. Let's freaking, you know what? You're right. God damn Thank it. You're you. right, Thank Buck. You. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, huh. uh, what are we doing here, actually? This what are we be- doing, Ron? Uh, any other coach? I mean, like, hey, you know what? It's a really tough decision. But Riverboat Ron? I'm like, oh, he's got to go for two, right? Like, come on, dude. That, that nickname just does not fit the, uh, the actions that took place in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania on Sunday. I don't um, want to do too many comparisons cross sports here, but he reminds me of my Padres and Bob Melvin and being the mm-hmm. adult in the room type of coach last manager. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really what's kept him in the league th- thus far. You know, I'll what I tell mean? You, one, he's a fantastic dude. Like he's honestly yeah. a really awesome guy and he's like a really good leader, which helps too. So it, like he came into that, that commander situation where like he came in right before the name change and Dan Snyder's still the 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 owner and Jason Wright's like comes in to try to clean up the mess and he's still getting like Daniel Snyder like messing with the business and stuff like that. So Ron Rivera I do think was the right guy to come in in 2020 and kind of like walk them through this transition from the Redskins to the Commanders. But now that we're here and it's the Commanders and Daniel Snyder's gone is like is is Ron Rivera actually the right head coach to get this team from where they are right now, which is kind of like a middling playoff contender to a potential Super Bowl contender? I really don't know if that's the. I really don't know if that's the case. So, 
I personally think that that uh, that he probably should. They they probably should look for a different coach, but for for the time being, uh, I think it's fine. Um, you want to move on, Kai? Or do you got anything else? Oh, let, one more thing before we move on. Actually, Brandon Graham. Uh, I don't know. Did I? Did you see? Uh, this wasn't this season, so I don't even know if we should talk about it. But uh, there was a TikTok I sent you the other day where uh, Brandon Graham was talking shit to uh, the Forty ers Did you see? Did you see that clip that I sent you? Oh yeah, I did. Uh, Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox were like they're playing the Niners. It must have been last season or maybe the year before. Uh, did they play the Niners last year in the the NFC Championship? Was that in the NFC Championship? Actually, yep. maybe that wasn't the NFC Championship. It was. Was it? In, no, it was in Phil. But wasn't the NFC Championship game in Philadelphia or was it in San Fran? It was, it was in, in Philadelphia, wasn't it? It was in Philly, Philly. Was the one seed? Yep. So it must have been either like last year, or the year before. Anyway, this is off topic. But yeah, there, there was a funny TikTok they were going around with Brandon Graham just like talking mad shit to like Trent Williams and George Kittle and the Niners, and he's just like will not shut up. He's just like I'm coming for you, seventy one. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. And Fletcher yeah. Cox is just like. Fletcher Cox looks at George Kittle, and Kittle's like, dude, and Fletcher Cox is like, he's going to do this the whole game, man, so did like get used to it, and then Brandon Graham just keeps John, 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 and Fletcher Cox finally goes, hey, and he's still John, John, he goes, hey, and he's like, what, he's like, we got a third down here, man, come on, lock in, he's like, I got you, Fletch, I got you, bro, I just thought that was such a funny-ass TikTok, yeah. Brandon Graham just talking mad shit, so I didn't know Brandon Graham was a shit talker like that, I kind of oh, yeah. like him a little bit. Yeah, he's one of the big ones. <laughs> so... Uh, off topic but i thought that was kind of funny so let's go to the next game rams 29 colts 23 this was another overtime game the rams won on a walk-off puka nakua touchdown oh yeah um stafford was 27 for 40 319 yards a touchdown and an interception kyron williams is it kyron or kieran kyron okay that's what i thought i heard both pronunciations this week so uh i was like what the hell and and whoever said kieran was somebody that was like a solid announcer i don't think it was sky hansen i think it was it was one of the play-by-play guys whoever was doing play-by-play for the rams game so i was like is it kieran have i been saying that wrong but uh yeah so kyron williams 25 for 103 and two touchdowns i think he got both touchdowns in the first quarter so i was as a kyron williams owner i was feeling good about that and then it, it kind of slowed down after that but fucking great game he's i mean he's automatic play every single week obviously yeah. he's like a top five running back in the league right now uh, fantasy wise at least puka nine for 163 and the walk-off touchdown he had a monster game again uh tyler higby five for 64 continuing his little solid little streak of being relevant for fantasy 11 points you're not going to complain about that out of your tight end i usually aim for at least 10 i'm happy with at least 10 out of my tight end because uh, it's so hard to score points with them uh, for the Colts on the other side, Anthony Richardson, 11 for 25, 200 yards, two touchdowns, plus 56 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown. Zach Moss, 18 for 70, and what could possibly be his little last run. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, Andrew Ogletree, 3 for 48 and a touchdown. Michael Pittman, bad game, 1 for 15. Yeah. I don't know if him and Richardson just don't have the chemistry yet. Pittman's had a couple of nice games this year, but I don't know if maybe that's just not totally 100% there yet or what. But, um, yeah, so we'll talk about the game. But f- no, I, we'll save Jonathan Taylor for last. We'll say let's let's talk actually talk about this game. So first off, Stafford is like he's on pace to like have just a million yards, but I think he only has like two or three touchdowns this year. Uh, it, that's that's a little odd. You would think that Stafford would be lighting up the stat sheet a little bit more. Like he's very startable in fantasy, but if he's only going to get you one touchdown a week, is like you're not really going to be able to get far on just yardage, right? No, he gets them all the way to the goal line, and then Mister. Kyron Williams gets them in the end zone. So, 
That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. <laughs> that ain't no problem to me, at least. Yeah, um, ain't no problem for the Rams. They're playing so, way better than I thought they would. The uh, the touchdown thing is preventing Stafford from being an every week star. If he starts scoring touchdowns, though, he's an every week start. I think at quarterback, depending on who you got. Mm, but I mean, a, he's going to easily be a, a quarterback one at the end of the year if he's scoring touchdowns. It's a certain little white boy that might help with that. We'll, we'll get to that in a second too. Um, mm-hmm. uh, honestly. I guess we can just get to it right now. Uh, so Jonathan Taylor and Cooper Cup, both you know, not appearing in this game, obviously for different reasons. They're both about to get activated, and it seems like they're both going to play next week. So one, let's talk about what that means for Zach Moss. Uh, oh. I would say if you have him, I definitely keep him until you see Jonathan Taylor on the field and see that he's still Jonathan Taylor. But if Jonathan Taylor's out there and he's getting like 20, 25 carries a game and Zach Moss is only getting six or seven, even though Moss has looked quite good. Yeah, I don't I don't see any point of keeping him if he's on your roster unless you have Taylor as well. Yeah, I would still maybe keep him because he doesn't want to play for the Colts, but he has to play football this year to get out of that contract. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I would hold I would hold Zach Moss. He's a hold. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Um, so let's, let's talk about JT then. What do we expect out of that? I, I, I think Taylor, so Taylor had a, I don't want to say abysmal cause it wasn't like that bad, but it was disappointing. He had a disappointing season last year. I think he only had like 600 yards and maybe like two or three touchdowns. I think it's different this year with Anthony Richard, Anthony Richardson. When you have like a, a quarterback that can throw and run and like the throwing is still making its way there, but obviously he can run the ball. When you have a quarterback that can run the ball, it kind of opens up the offense a little bit for your running backs. I think Jonathan Taylor coming in is going to, one, help the Colts a lot because this division's wide open. And two, it's going to help Anthony Richardson a lot too. So I I, um, I, I, I kind of think like I wasn't touching Jonathan Taylor with a fucking 10-foot pole, but I think this the risk is about to pay off for some people who were willing to draft him early. And uh, I think that's pretty exciting if you're a Jonathan Taylor owner, honestly. Yeah, I think I think he'll be just fine. I think he's gonna be really good. Yeah. So, do you think he gets traded, or do you think he's gonna be a Colt? I think he gets traded. Yeah. I hope he does. Honestly, yeah. I mean, if he, if, I mean, if he does play football this year, then he no- owes no other obligations to the team after this season. So, yeah, he's gonna play as hardest as like an audition for other teams. I think. Is he still? Is he under contract? After this year, is he a free agent? I think he's a free nope. agent. Yeah, he's a free okay. agent after. Okay. That's so why yeah, he has so to be, play. That's why he's going to play because this is his audition to get out of Indianapolis. Um, now on the other side, Cooper Cup. We expect Cooper Cup to be good, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. I and I yeah. actually, I do not expect Puka Nakua to fall out of fantasy relevancy either. Like the way that he's played lately, they're both going to feast. I think. I think there's going to be room for both of them to grow. All right. So on that note, maximum targets you could see going Puka Nakua's way with an incoming Cooper Cup. I'm still going to say like in the realm of ten to fifteen, honestly. Wow. I don't know about that. I would say like, I mean, you have to think about how much seven to nine. Uh, no. He's still going to be usable for sure. I mean, ten to fifteen is a lot, Kai. You have to think about how much double Stafford... digits would be the ultimate. 
I mean, you have sure. to think about how much Stafford you throws. Cup's probably going to get ten to fifteen. So know, if, he but, get, if Cup but, gets ten to fifteen and Puka gets ten to fifteen, who's who else is going to get the other four that Stafford I know, has? But look, look how much Stafford throws the ball. Like I think if anyone's going to get hurt by Cooper Cup coming back, it's going to be Tutu Atwell and Van Jefferson. I still think Puka and Cooper Cup are still going to get a lot of targets. I don't know, man. Van Jefferson's on the field a lot, even though they don't throw him the ball. Like they still use him a lot. So, like, is Sean McVay going to take him off the field for Puka? Are you to us? Yes. That's an obvious move, yeah, right? Obviously, but yeah. No, I don't he, know. McVay's a good coach, dude. He knows. He does not care. He's not one of those coaches that cares if they're a rookie or not. Like he he knows who the best player is on the field. Exactly. He deser- deserves to get the most. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way that he just... I'm not saying you're trying to say that Nakua falls out of relevance or anything like that, but I'm kind of with Kai here. I'm I'm not sure about 10 to 15 targets. 10 to 15 is crazy, in my opinion. I think double digit is likely, you know? I'm just saying, like, think about how much Stafford throws it per game, you know? There's going to be room for targets. I'm with you. I'm I'm, I'm a little more in the middle here, but... You know, I I think he could potentially receive double digit targets a game. I just really think that, yeah, I mean, the two, I mean, there's going to be two top wide receivers for this Rams offense and Tutu Atwell and Van Jefferson are going to fall out of that range now. Tutu's been good. A lot he has been Van Jefferson. Good. He has him been in the slot. Good. Van Jefferson fades away into nothingness like every other year he's been on this team. Oh, yeah. It's nothing to fade away into. He's already there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I. I don't. I, I agree that that makes sense, and that you're right. McVeigh is a very good coach, so it, that does make sense that he would do that. But I'm just not 100 percent sure yet, because sometimes coaches can be stubborn about shit like that. If, if Van Jefferson just does, does does one little thing that McVeigh really likes, maybe he blocks really well or something. I don't know. I can still see that. the field. I don't know, man. They're still using them a lot, even though they have Puka and Tutu in front of them. So I, yeah. I don't. We'll definitely see, but I just <sighs> they want to win, man. Like this is a scrappy team. I there was something in the preseason. Like don't quote me directly on this, but I they were almost having trouble filling the roster because they didn't have money to pay guys because of all their stuff going on. So they had to get you know bunch of undrafted, you know, type of players, things like that. They didn't have a lot going for them in the preseason. That's why I was fading them so hard because I'm like, how are they going to do it with such a young team, a bunch of nobodies off the street, more or less. And then they're still good without Cooper Cup. So I think I think they're going to keep on keeping on with what has been working, more or less. I hope so, because I mean, Puka's been a, a delight to watch he's he's so fun to play football i i just don't like we were shocked when he got 15 targets like a week like 15 targets is so crazy so like to say that he's gonna get 15 targets regularly i think just i just think that's i think that's overestimating it uh, yeah i would be shocked Low if Cooper Gump got 15 targets uh, you know every <laughs> once in a while but like I, I don't i don't see puka keeping that up i do think he's gonna still be usable for sure in fantasy though so you have to remember though too that cooper cup is probably gonna draw a lot of double teams on it during his games back too, so that could open it up for Puka as well. Well, now that they have Puka and Tutu, maybe they won't do that because then it's you know because then the Rams have other ways to kill you too. Because you also have Kyron Williams too. That's a very fucking good running back. So like yeah. the Rams got some fucking weapons, bro. Like and Tyler Higby's a good tight end. They have a lot of weapons. So yeah, 
Uh, it'll be interesting to see what their offense looks like now with Cooper Cup coming back. Who are we more excited for to, to watch football, play football, Taylor or Cup? Probably oh, Cup. Cup for me. Cup for me, Cup yeah, for sure. I'm also, uh, I got burned by Jonathan Taylor, as you mentioned. He had a poor season last year, so. I did too. I did as well. into it. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Bucks 26, Saints 9. Ugh, uh, this fucking game sucked. Uh, Mike, so first off Mike Evans who's having a fucking fantastic season he's probably going to miss some time with a hamstring injury we'll see though because the Bucks have a bye week this week so maybe he'll come back in two weeks and be you know magically better but I, I think we expect Evans to miss at least one week with the with the hamstring injury uh, Baker Mayfield still looking fantastic honestly 25 for 32 246 yards three touchdowns and an INT Rashad White 15 for 56 man whatever uh, Chris Godwin stepped up when Evans went down. He had his best game of the season by far. Eight catches, 114 yards. And then on the other side, Derek Carr, mm. 23 of 37, 127 yards. Yikes. 23 completions, 127 yards. It's like five yards um, a catch. Alvin Kamara, 11 for 51 on the ground. And get this 13 catches. 13 catches. He's got to have a lot of yardage, you might say. Well, you'd be wrong. 33 yards. <laughs> 13 yeah. catches for that's 33 a, yards. That's an a NFL record. record. Yes. And you know what the previous high was? It was like 76 yards for the same amount of catches or something like that. I think it was 71, but you, you're right. It was in the 70s for sure. I think we both probably heard that from the same place. I heard that stat from yeah. the footballers. I, I, it was in the 70s, though. So, like, 33 was the record by a fucking mile. It was so funny. <laughs> That's almost like, how is that even half. possible? Oh, my God. How is goodness. that possible? 14 targets, though, for Kamara. Like, if if you have Kamara, you must be feeling fucking great. I have Kamara in one league. I'm, I'm like, I'm on a high right now. I'm just, like, imagining all this stuff. I'm like, if they keep playing Derek Carr with one arm, like, you might just be checking it down constantly. Yeah, no. I traded for him in our Dynasty League. So. You did. Hey, yeah, clearly. pick. They brought Derek Carr back way too fast, honestly. He just did not look like he was ready to move this offense. Jeez. Well, they have no they have no backup quarterback. Oh, wait, what, what are you saying? They actually have two backup quarterbacks that they, they could have played? Oh, they uh, have Jameis Winston, but, you know, Del- and they Dennis, have Allen. Hill. Dennis Allen hates Jameis Winston. I mean, they play Taysom then, honestly. Like, I mean, Taysom wouldn't have been good for any of the receivers or anything like that, but, like, he's, he's going to give you a better chance to win than Derek Carr with one arm. Yeah, AC joint sprains suck, dude. Like that's a low key bad injury. Like, that's one of the worst. Like it, it's not gonna like leave you out for the season or anything, but it'll hamper you for like six to eight weeks, bro. Like if you're gonna keep playing football with a with a bad shoulder, like that's just not a good idea, man. Throwing I, shoulder, more or less. Like what I the think hell it's are not. I think it's just left. Oh, it's the other shoulder. Yeah. I don't care. He sucks. Still, dude. it's still gonna fucking hurt when you get hit and shit. Like, yeah, dude. Like, and dude, it's obviously bothering you- him. If Jameis plays this game, he goes for 300 yards, same amount of attempts and everything, right? Yes. 300 yards, three touchdowns, three interceptions, but still three touchdowns. You know what I mean? Like, what the hell are we doing here? Kamara has one catch on two targets, but the Saints <laughs> win by five. <laughs> but but then Chris Olave would have over 100 yards and maybe two touchdowns. Olave might have had like 250 yards if Jameis Winston oh, was playing, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Uh, he's give a me Jameis. Give no, me Jameis Olave, or give me death. Olave is the perfect type of receiver for Jameis. Like, down, down the sidelines, you know, just chuck it up. He's down there somewhere. Fuck it. Gosh dang it, dude! What are we doing here? I love I mean, Jameis. Everybody I loves Jameis, right? Have Have we ever talked? Have you ever talked to somebody that doesn't love Jameis Winston? 
they got to be out there almost certainly, but I can't name you one off the top of my head. Um, no way, right? Like, I love, I love Jameis. I love Jameis, too. I, the league is better when Jameis Winston starting football games. It doesn't even matter which team he is playing for. It's just it's just in a better spot when he's playing. The, the eating the W, bro. That all time <laughs> moment. All time moment. That dude's fucking hilarious. This is a or, guy's guy. Yeah. Dancing in the locker room with his crutches when the Saints won that playoff game or yep. clutch the division or whatever. Like he, he's such a fucking he's such a boss. I love Jameis. But um where do we leave off here? So Derek Carr, oh Camara, Michael Thomas, four for fifty three. Steady. He's just, He's just been fine. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he, he, I mean, I think he has like 10 to 12 points every single week. I, I, I don't even think I'm like being facetious there, too. I think he literally no, has you, 10 to 12. You're exactly right on. He might fall in the end zone once or twice this season, and that'll be cool. But he is what he is, and he keeps on showing it every week. I got to say, I do not like the sleeper update. It, the, the app stinks now. Um, he had 11 points week one, 12 week two, 11 week three, nine week four. So I was close enough. So yeah, steady Eddie. Yeah, I, I I think uh, you probably have better flex options on your bench, but like if we're we're entering bye weeks right now, I I imagine my I have Michael Thomas in one league. I imagine he'll be in a flex spot once or twice the rest of the season, uh, and hopefully if if Derek Carr can get better, Thomas will start showing out a little bit more, or if, if they got to play Jameis eventually, Jameis can get him the ball, and Thomas could eventually be a decent player. But for now, he's just like a, a cautionary flex play, I think. Uh, Rashid Shahid, three catches, 33 yards. I mean, he wasn't going to do anything with the way Derek Carr was playing yeah. today. So, uh, And the same with Chris Olave. Olave probably had his worst game of his career. Not his fault. One catch, four yards. Uh, very fucking disappointing, Chris Olave. If I got anything out of him, I probably would have beat Mac this week in our dynasty league. But if I would have got anything out of my uh, second best player on my team, I probably would have won. But uh, yeah. Saints offense uh, is so bad this year. Did I'm... you pay this man, by the way, Kai? Did you pay him? Pay who? I Mac. did. Oh, pay who? Pay who? Oh. I did. I did. Okay. Run yeah. him. Bring me my money. Um, uh, uh, you got anything else about this game? No, I don't want to talk about it anymore. It's a stinker. Uh, do you think? Do you think Godwin will keep that type of play up if Evans misses time? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Vikings twenty-one, Panthers thirteen. Kirk Cousins, his worst game of the year: twelve of nineteen, one hundred and thirty-nine yards, two touchdowns, two picks. Uh, good enough for the win, though. Alexander Madison, 17 for 95. Yeah. Pretty solid. It is what yeah. it is. Uh, yeah. Cam Akers, 5 for 40. Mm. Um, my my dear, sweet baby, Ty Chandler, seems like he's going to be just null and void. Uh, I've, he's smaller I've been, than I thought. I've been, when uh, I saw him out there. In Dynasty for like a year and a half for no reason. <laughs> just, a, just using up a roster spot. The fry handler. Oh. Fry handler. Rest in peace. Uh, Justin Jefferson, six for 85 and two touchdowns. Jordan We're Addison good. had zero catches. What the hell are we doing? Uh, Vikings Why did offense, they hate him? Vikings offense was out of sync, though, it seemed like this entire game. Let's no, talk but about Kirk Cousins getting fucking blasted, too, by the way. Go ahead. What were you going to say before we talk about Kirk? No, it's just like, why do they hate Jordan Addison? He's the second best offensive weapon you have. By far, it was just throw a bad, him the ball. The game script was off. They were down. I don't, I don't give a fuck. Throw him the damn ball. Oh, if they were down, they think they would want to get the ball to the very speedy rookie, right? Yeah, it's just. A, yeah, I mean, you still but, need first downs. You still need to. It's just. It's just weird how the game went because even though they were down, Kirk only threw nineteen times. So it's just. I know it's weird. Something was off for sure. Um, T.J. Hawkinson had a bad game too. Two for twenty-four. He has not Garrett, been what we thought, right? 
He had a couple of nice games. He's had a couple stinkers, a couple of nice ones. Yeah, but um, you expect a little bit more. Like we expected him to be easily top five, right? Yeah, and he's kind of a little far away from that at the moment. Yeah. Hmm. Harrison Smith, fourteen tackles, three sacks for the safety. Harrison Smith has always been good. Yeah, always. Bryce Young still going through growing pains, but nice completion percentage though. Twenty five for thirty two, two hundred and four yards. Um. Chuba Hubbard, 14 for 41. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Oh, we got to talk about Kirk, too, in a second, but let's talk about this one first. Running by controversy. Kyle Sanders, 13 for 19. Uh, I don't think so. I think one of these guys is elite and the other one sucks, and Chuba Hubbard is elite. I'm on on the Chuba Hubbard is elite train now. (laughs) I'm now going down with this ship, even though I don't believe it at all. I'm I'm in on the bit. Chuba Hubbard is elite. Uh... Miles Sanders, 13 for 19. Come on, guys. It's the groin injury, dude. Come he on. shouldn't even be playing. He's just you guys a champion. have so many excuses for this guy, man. I can't do it. Uh, <laughs> Adam Thielen, 7 for 76. Uh, Terrace Marshall, 9 for 56. Has he ever had nine catches before in his life? I, it can't be, right? Uh, so that's that's kind of funny. I, maybe the Panthers, uh, Bryce Young has a new favorite option here. Terrace Marshall Jr.? There's also a report this week that they're looking for a number one wide receiver. Uh, I saw oh, that. that. Yeah, I saw that. If only they didn't trade their number one wide receiver in the I mean, season. I don't see yeah. why they're. I don't see why they're trying to look for a number one wide receiver because honestly, in my opinion, this team should just be tanking. But then again, they don't have a first round pick either. They're so. giving I mean, that. Yeah. Granted, everybody wants a number one receiver, right? So it's. I think everybody's kind of looking for one always. They but, had um, one. They had one. Yeah, I agree. So I think they're probably looking for somebody who's better than DJ Moore because DJ Moore is good, but like he's not like a top tier superstar. Why, why, why like weren't they in on DeAndre Hopkins? You know, I, I bet Hopkins didn't want to go there. Yeah, maybe because Tennessee is so much better. Yeah, in theory, though, Tennessee is better than Carolina. Uh, True. The, the from an you know going into the season, you would think that Tennessee was the better. Scenario it still is, even though Tennessee's not nearly as good as I, I mean. Think we I just I don't even see what Carolina could give up to acquire a number one wide receiver. I mean, especially since they don't have a first round draft pick next year. There's no point of doing it this year. I mean, off season, sure, uh, or you know, see if there's like a disgruntled one somewhere. If you can send a draft pick over to, or I guess they don't even have a first round pick, do they? So they can't nope. do that. They can do future picks, I guess, or like a second rounder. Yeah. But um, they're gonna need to find some diamonds in the rough. Yeah, I, I don't know. I would say maybe just draft one, uh, like a second or third round pick next year. Just use one on a on a wide receiver and just hope it pans out. Like you, Jonathan Mingo's still there. Maybe he turns into something. But if they're if they're saying this talk, it probably means they don't really think that highly of him. Potential, potentially at least. Um, and I, I don't I don't think Terrace Marshall's the answer. And Adam Thielen's having quite a good season, much better than I think any of us thought he was going to have. But he's still he's not the number one guy either anymore. So nope. It's just a safety blanket. Yeah, I don't really expect them to find that wide receiver one this year, but I I could see them making like a some sort of trade in the off season or maybe a free agent signing. I don't know what receivers are going to be free agents this year, but I could see it happening. Uh, let's talk about Kirk Cousins getting blasted. Do you uh, did you guys see that clip of him getting destroyed on the interception return? Yeah, yeah. That that was fucking hilarious. I was dying laughing on my TV. Um. Got crushed. He got fucking crushed, dude. Uh, He's just a quarterback that gets crushed consistently every year. <laughs> Man, he is. 
Uh, gotta love him, right? He's tough. Uh, He's uh, tough, though. He shakes it off. Yeah, yeah. No, Kirk Cousins is super tough. Um, and good for him for at least trying to go tackle the guy. A lot of quarterbacks just like when they throw a pick, they're just like, whatever. I'm not getting in there. Yeah. So good for Kirk for at least trying. Um, anything else about this game? We had a friend at this game. Didn't Jared go to this game? Yeah, Jared Clo. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Jared Clo, friend of the podcast. Clo job. Clo job. Yeah. Um, so I, I, his caption was, oh, the Panthers lost, but Kirk deserved this win. And I looked at the stat sheet. I was like, what? <laughs> he deserved this 12 for 19, 139. He deserved the win. I mean, in, um, in, in theory, he definitely deserved the win because he's played great up until that point. I think Justin Jefferson deserved the win. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know Kirk. He deserves a win every week. Jordan yeah. Addison deserves a win. Yeah, yeah I guess. Um, <laughs> Texans 30, Steelers 6. Woo! Uh, Shout out to Mac, the only person to pick the Texans last week. Yes, sir. I, I wanted to. God damn it. That was a that was a fantastic call by you. Dude, um, Steelers suck, bro. They do, bro. They do. Even Kai and I were drinking mag- Kool-Aid hard. Even with their amazing defense, it's just not enough. It's not. It's um, not enough. Kenny Pickett left this game with a knee injury. Does not sound like he's gonna miss any time though. I think he's gonna he's gonna play next week. So probably should uh, miss some time though. Yeah, probably. Um, Kenny Pickett in this game was 15 for 23, 114 yards and a pick. Najee 14 for 71 and a 32 yard catch. He is so goddamn slow, bro. He's so mid. Yeah. What he happened? He sucks. He sucks. It just I, I, there's no I don't burst know. there. He had a nice rookie year, and then ever since then, it's been all downhill. Yeah. I mean, like he's powerful, but he's not nearly powerful enough to make up for the speed loss. You know, like he's not like Jerome Bettis. I made a joke on Twitter the other day that he's slower than Jerome Bettis somehow. Jerome Bettis was slow, but he was so powerful that it didn't even fucking matter because he'll just run right over yeah. you. Najee doesn't have that ability. He's not going to, like, break that many. T- he'll break some tackles. He won't break that many. Not enough to, like cover up his lack of speed. The He'll lack break of speed a tackle is with insane. his size, not because of like a juke or anything. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, but like a, you could easily gang tackle him and take him down. You know, it's, it's not like the same with like a fullback or like Jerome Bettis type of thing, like an old school fullback. Um, Jalen Warren, eight for 29 plus six for 26 uh, receiving. So to the math here, 15 touches for Najee and 14 touches for Jalen Warren. So that seems to still be right down the middle. Uh, I don't think that's going away anytime soon. And I don't Warren, want either. Warren one has juice. Well, Najee does not. I agree, but I just don't want to. I don't want the headache of the Steelers no. game. So I'm not touching Jalen Warren. Uh, he's a stash for me in redraft. Okay. Uh, I traded him away in Dynasty this just because I needed a roster spot. So I traded him to the Najee owner for like a fourth round pick. I was like, I know Jalen Warren's a solid player, but I, I need a roster spot. Uh, I'm glad I got a free fourth rounder for that. Um, yeah. George Pickens, three for 25. Disappointing. Friar Muth left the game with a hamstring injury, will miss multiple weeks. So that's that's brutal. Yeah. I love that guy. Darnell Washington time. Sounds yeah. is calling me. Let's talk, talk about something for a second. Uh, so there was something that I did want to mention that I found extremely interesting on the TikTok videos. Uh, Kurt Benkert, a former quarterback in the NFL, he broke down Stroud's game on this game for about 10 minutes on TikTok. Uh, K-U-R-T-B-E-N-K-E-R-T on the TikTok videos. And it was very illuminating. It was like, 
I was a Stroud believer before the season started. Me too. But it, but it really just showed me how good he was. Like he's making throws that are generally not possible for a lot of quarterbacks. Like you know how generally you got to get your feet set. You know, follow through with the throw. He's like he's got his foot like his feet planted down, like with your shoulders, and he's just like flipping it over to you know. 20 30 yards down the field like yeah. down the line like on a on a rope like and Nico Collins you know he is the beneficiary on a lot of these catches so uh throws and catches so I would highly re- recommend if you're a big time football fan go look up that video on TikTok I'm sure it's maybe on Instagram or something too but go watch that breakdown if you're a Texans fan football fan any of that Stroud fan it is quite the quite good i really is, like I, uh, is that guy like a full football account or does he only do text and stuff kurt benkert is a former nfl quarterback actually well, I, I don't i don't i've don't, never heard of him before i don't think maybe if i saw you his know, picture you should uh send me a send me a what his name so i might i might follow him on tiktok because that does sound very interesting it's great yep. for cj stroud though he is really good i mean i he said it's very good i said it multiple times over the off, off season i said this guy was the most pro ready quarterback i didn't give a fuck what they said about his testing scores all that crap i'm like i don't care what he tests on an intelligence test as long as he can throw the goddamn ball and he's got the best throwing mechanics out of all the rookies still has not thrown a pick yet either let's fucking go kai I Tell like a stupid quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and someone so in, in my dynasty league, someone even gave me shit for taking CJ Stroud over Bryce Young. I was like, bro, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> what the hell? Tell him. T- call call him out. Who who was it? Who was it? It was Brendan. Oh, Whoa, drop the people's elbow on him. He, he, he said, he said, LOL, you're taking CJ Stroud over Bryce Young. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, brother. CJ Stroud is the best rookie quarterback right now. He's the most pro-ready. I said it multiple times over the offseason. All right, I want to do something real quick. Uh, Do the Texans finish over 500 this year? Mm. They're a big surprise this year, and uh, D'Amico Ryans is a much better coach than we thought he was going to be. The San Francisco, he brought some people over from that San Francisco. The offensive coordinator is the passing game quarter of the past couple years from San Francisco. He obviously brought some people over. There's something to be said here about how they planned around integrating C.J. Stroud into this offense and what it's showing. I'm going to say that they are. I mean, this division is very vulnerable right now. The Jags aren't looking like themselves completely. I'm not a believer in the Titans, and the Colts are kind of in the same position as the Jags. So it's like it could go either way. So you could what's not what's not the even just right five, two and two uh two and two so you're thinking not even just five hundred maybe they take the whole damn division they could I mean I wouldn't be surprised if they did I like it if the, I mean this o- this offense is humming right now they clearly trust Stroud as their leader and he's getting it done with his receivers I believe him this yeah, is I, a great question because I really don't fucking know man I, I'm gonna say no still but I mean fair I'm not I'm not convinced uh, I'm not convinced that that's that's Correct. You know, I, I don't know, man. They they are looking fucking great. One, the the run game isn't there quite yet. I know they still have offensive line injuries, so True. maybe that'll you know work itself out. I still think Damian Pierce is a pretty good player, and you know Devin Singletary is uh, a, a human being. So I um, 
Damian Pierce made some plays this game, to be fair. Like, it wasn't a lot, but he still looked like, you know, the good Damian Pierce that we know. His YPC isn't very good, though. 24 for 81. That's not all that impressive. A lot of the stuff, this is all from the Kurt Benkert video, by the way, but a lot of it was in the receiving game where he can just get around people. You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. like, he's a good player. Yeah, I tried to trade him a couple weeks ago in our Dynasty League, and the person said he was a bust, so I'm just like, fuck you. <laughs> I won't name any names, but I was upset. I'm like, for Damian Pierce, I'm like, he's not a bust. He's just struggling right now. <laughs> you made Kai drop names, and now you're not going to drop names? Uh, John Hanover. <laughs> uh, I tried to, to shift off Damian Pierce. Not because I didn't think he was good. I still think Damian Pierce is really good. I was just trying to get one of John's players and he's like Damian Pierce fucking sucks and I'm like oh, fuck you then dude you're starting you're starting uh oh who's the hell is he starting Michael Carter starting Michael oh. Carter running back and he, well, he, he doesn't want to win Pierce. to be fair and to I do fair, you're so, right so you're right. you and I need to talk it sounds like oh okay okay yeah. well man, send, send me an offer maybe we can talk I, I I'm not looking to ship him off for what it's worth I just really wanted a, one of John's players I thought Damian Pierce might might sweeten the pot yeah, it did not so yeah. Um, it's okay. Devin Singletary uh, was seven for twenty-five, and then had a six-yard passing touchdown. Um, did I say Stroud's number? Sixteen for thirty, three hundred six yards, and two touchdowns for Stroud. Uh, the thing about Stroud too that's super impressive is he has what zero turnovers or is it zero interceptions? Maybe it's, he has a fumble. I don't it's, know. It's zero interceptions. So zero mm-hmm. intercept, dude. Zero interceptions through four games for, for a, rookie a rookie on yeah. on, an, on on a team that was expected to be dog shit at the very least. They still might be, but like I don't think any of us thought the Texans would be two and two through four weeks, especially the way that they've been two and two, like whooping the Steelers' asses thirty to six. Like I don't think anyone expected that. Dude, so like I that, totally expected fair. him to throw a pick this game. Sorry to cut you off. No, go ahead. I, I mean, was I was done. I mean, not only that though, too, just the sheer volume that he's throwing too, and he still hasn't thrown a pick for a rookie. That's amazing. Yeah. Like if there was ever, you know, like TJ Watt in your face, play after play, and you still don't happen to throw a pick to throw a bad pass at all. Really? Like that's really hard to do. Yeah. Um, Nico Collins, seven for 168 and two touchdowns. Nico Collins is like, dude, yeah, that dude can play, man. Uh, I like Tank Dell too. He Tank Dell didn't have that good of a game this game, but uh, I think he's pretty talented too. They have a nice little combo there between. It's, Dell good, and it's gonna be like an interchangeable week by week thing. Like there could be a Tank Dell week and a Nico Collins week. Dude, I want to mention real quick: Nico Collins is only a year older than Tank Dell. Yeah, the young wide receiver core. Crazy. That's Very crazy. Young. Yeah, twenty four and twenty three years old. That is, they're gonna be around together. That little trio there for a little a little minute. Barring injury, um, you know, hope that doesn't happen. Dalton Schultz, three for 42 and a touchdown. Is that his first touchdown of the year? Yeah, he's been I stinky. So. I haven't, yeah, I haven't really heard his name much at all this year. So, um, anything else about this game? Nah, I think we broke it down pretty dang well. I'll write this guy's name down so I can follow his TikTok videos. Uh, TikTok videos. Chargers 24, Raiders 17. Ugh. Uh, uh, mm. So Justin Herbert, 13 to 24, 167 yards, touchdown, a pick, plus two rushing touchdowns. 
fractured his finger, uh, one of his fingers on his left hand. Will not miss any time. He came back into the game with a splint on his left hand. They do have a bye this week too, so that helps. Good point. Good point. They do have a bye this week, yeah. So that'll that'll help a little bit. I mean, it takes longer than two weeks to, to heal a fractured finger, but I'm sure he'll be feeling a lot better after the bye week anyway. So I, even if it was causing him pain, I wouldn't expect Justin Herbert to struggle just because he has a broken left finger. So yeah. I don't think this is too big of a deal, honestly, unless he gets hit on it again. Uh, Josh Kelly, 17 for 65. I would say likely his last run. I imagine Eckler will be back after the bye. We don't know that for sure, but I, I imagine that's the, probably the case. Uh, Josh probably. Palmer, three for 77. Quentin Johnston was one for 18. Pretty obviously that Palmer's the guy for now to replace Mike Williams for now. Because I, I imagine Johnston will get worked in eventually. But uh, yeah, it, and honestly, Palmer had like eight targets, I want to say, too. He just uh, just wasn't really connecting with with Herbert. So like that could have been even better, honestly, against the, the Raiders defense. Keenan Allen, three for 32 and a touchdown. Came back down to earth a little bit. Still scored, though. Can't he's, be too upset about that. He's the guy for yeah. Herbie there, especially now. Let's talk about the Chargers defense now. Khalil Mack, six sacks, Ooh. which I believe was a Chargers franchise record and was one off the NFL record. I believe the NFL record is seven, which was also done against the Raiders, by the way. I can't remember <laughs> who it was, but I, I I heard Kevin Harlan say that on the radio the other night that it was seven sacks against the LA Raiders. Yeah, that is insane. Um, he had uh, Khalil Mack in our dynasty league where we have IDPs. He had 50... One points. Yummy. Ooh, baby. Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, a revenge game for him, too. Don't forget, he used to be a Raider, so I'm sure that felt pretty good for him. Uh, and then Asante Samuel Jr. had a clutch goal line interception with the Raiders threatening at the end of the game. Uh, I mean, basically, the Raiders were really close to, to tying this baby up. And then Aiden O'Connell just made a horrible decision and threw a right to Asante Samuel Jr. Honestly, he tried the Jacoby Myers was the intended receiver. Myers wasn't even looking for the ball. So I don't know what I'm, I don't know what Myers was doing there. Cause it would be, it been like four or five seconds after the ball been snapped. So I don't know why he didn't have his head around looking for the ball, but at the same time, AOC has got to realize that too, and not throw the ball to a guy that's not even looking at him, especially when one of the best cornerbacks in the league is in between them. Uh, so it's honestly, mustache. Asante Samuel, Made a crazy decision too because he slid on this on this play. There's still like seven minutes left in the game. He intercepted the ball at the goal line and then like slid down. And honestly, he may have had a chance at a pick six, which would have just put it out of reach. But he was just trying to play it smart, I guess. But I I was like, oh, the Raiders actually almost low key caught a break there that he decided to down that at the end. Obviously, didn't matter in the end of the game. But um, where do we leave off here on the Raiders side? Aiden O'Connell on his debut, 24 for 39, 238 yards and an interception, plus he had a rushing touchdown. I feel like it was shaky to start off in the middle. It, it evened out a little bit. He made a uh, he made several nice throws, a couple of bad ones, too. Uh, I'd say for a fourth round rookie that wasn't even 100 percent sure he was going to play leading into Sunday. I think he did fine. Uh, it, it, it definitely was nowhere near good enough to win a game, especially when your team is bad already. But it would have been worse with Hoyer. I probably uh, fuck. I honestly don't know because uh, yeah, I mean O'Connell was just making a lot of rookie mistakes. I think it's a better just situation wise that they chose to play him over Hoyer. I do think, unfortunately, I think Hoyer probably would have played better in order for them to win the game in hindsight. But you should know what you have in this rookie before the end of the season, though, too, just in case the Raiders have a really high pick and they're looking at quarterbacks. So. 
it's probably smart for the long run to have played O'Connell because, I mean, if you walk out of this game with a loss with Hoyer anyways, it's like, why? what, what was even the point of playing Brian Hoyer? So, uh, Josh Jacobs had his best game of the year, 17 for 58 on the ground with a touchdown and then 8 for 81 receiving. Wow. Devontae Adams had a really nice game too. Eight catches, 75 yards. Got injured for a little bit in the first half. I thought he was done. Uh, this was one of the rookie mistakes that I was talking about. Aiden O'Connell kind of threw it a... Threw a Bad placement on a ball. Basically got Devontae Adams just murdered <laughs> and uh, hurt his hurt his arm or shoulder. It looked like Adams was going to be done, but he's a tough guy. Came back. Uh, seems like he's going to be okay for next week. Uh, Max Crosby had two sacks. And then Jerry Tillery had one of the dumbest hits of all time. Uh, hit Justin Herbert way out of bounds. Like, way out of bounds. And it was so bad that like Max Crosby was pursuing Herbert, kind of kind of helped force him out of bounds. And as soon as Tillery hit him, Max Crosby just threw up his hands. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, are you kidding me? It must be so frustrating for Max Crosby to play with all those fucking mouth breathers. <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, dude, like the rest of the, the defense stinks, man. Like Max Crosby yeah. is like one of the best players in the league, and he's got to play with all these dudes that just have no football IQ at all. It's crazy. Um. And then also to top it off, Jerry Tillery used to be a fucking charger. Like Justin, I assume Justin Herbert's his friend. I don't know. They're at least teammates. I guess you don't have to be a friend to be a teammate, but like you're, you're going to hit your former while. teammate like yeah. that. I, I think he was their first round pick in 2019. So he was there for like, what, four years? Yeah. This is his first on the Raiders. That's crazy, man. It's not like he played there for like a year or two. Like he was there for most of, you know, Herbert's time there. Yeah. So, And, and he got rightfully ejected for that so uh it, it was so fresh i hate when shit like that happens it's just such a bonehead so bonehead move man um other than that really really nothing to go off of it raiders were probably lucky that it was this close honestly 24 17 so uh i i assume jimmy g will be back this week they host the packers on monday night football big week for vegas sports next week by the way so the aces host game one of the WNBA finals on Sunday. And then the Raiders host Monday night football on Monday. The golden Knights have their ring and banner night on Tuesday. And then the aces game two is Wednesday. So there's like, boom, 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 like four big sports days to start the week next week for, uh, for Vegas. So go aces, go Knights. uh, whatever about the Raiders, <laughs> whatever. About that. Uh, um, uh, let's move on. Oh, let's speed through this one. <laughs> yeah, let's do that actually uh, Cowboys 38 Patriots 3 okay uh, 49ers th- no I'm just kidding Dak Prescott <laughs> 28 for 34 261 yards and a touchdown Pollard 11 for 47 CeeDee Lamb 4 for 36 and a touchdown Ferguson 7 for 77 Jake Ferguson has been very good very good player this year yeah a lot of targets yes, lot of targets uh, Michael Gallup even had a nice game 5 for 60 Duran Bland had two picks. Back Jones, 12 for 21, 150 yards, and those two picks. Plus, he got benched. Uh, I think it was because the game was out of reach. I don't think it was for performance, but I don't really know. It, it, it's because it was out of reach. Uh, Bill okay. Belichick said there's no point for him to be out there anymore. Okay, okay. Uh, Kai's guy, Bailey Zappi, came in four for 957 yards. Ramondre Stevenson, just cannot get it going this year, man. I, 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 hope, I hope no one out there drafted Ramondre, because once the Zeke thing happened which zeke hasn't been good either but once that happened i was just like i'm not touching ramondre uh he's 14 for 30 in this game just has not been able to get it going so far um did you guys hear the report before the game that zeke was gonna get starter reps yeah and then mm. it just did not happen oh because it was the cowboys and yeah but i mean it must have just been script. belichick 
It must have just been Belichick doing gamesmanship shit because like six for 16 Zeke got. So I, I when I heard that rumor, I was like, is it just because of the Cowboys or are the Patriots doing some sh- weird shit? A, a very odd rumor that or uh, odd thing that just didn't happen. Hunter Henry, four for 51. Kyle Duggar, 15 tackles. Uh, I, I really got nothing here. I think we can make fun of Kai and Dylan, though, for picking the Patriots in this game. Absolutely. What are you guys doing? Let's make Goofballs. fun of them. Uh, I just hate the Cowboys. I'm sorry. Oh, the Cowboys suck. So uh, they're going to lose to New England, who's very good. That's my guy impression. Uh, Bozo. (laughs) I mean, Uh, I was kind of just banking on the Patriots defense shutting down the Cowboys, but it just turns out the Cowboys defense is so much better. It doesn't even matter. mm -hmm. There it is. The answer. Dak Prescott doesn't have to do a damn thing as long as his defense is outperforming. And they're missing Trayvon Diggs. That's crazy. Yeah. Are you guys worried about Stevenson? Ramondre? Yes. Oh, yeah. Very worried. Yeah, he's just not showing up really the, as much as you would like. Try uh, to trade I, him. I really don't have anything else for this game. Pollard was pretty disappointing, but you only got 11 carries, so whatever. Yeah. Uh, I think we can move on. 49ers 35, Cardinals 16. Brock Purdy, 20 of 21, 283 yards, touchdown. Christian McCaffrey, 20 carries, 106 yards, three touchdowns, plus seven catches for 71 yards and one touchdown. Let's t- Can we talk about this for a second? Why were they not trying to give him the ball for a fifth touchdown? They were like trying their hardest not to give him a fifth. Th- like they gave Kyle Juszczyk some carries. It's like, what the fuck is Kyle Shanahan doing, man? Mm, Probably just doesn't want to risk it, you know? Keeping him healthy. It's like a one yeah. yard run. Doesn't matter. I don't know. He was on the field anyway. He could still get hurt away from the ball. Because you know what, Brian? Fantasy football doesn't matter to coaches. There I- it is. I would like to have a strongly worded email sent directly to Kyle Shanahan's inbox. So if anybody out there can give me his email address, I would like to have it. Uh, it's going to end up in Arthur Smith's inbox, unfortunately. Yeah, whatever. Fair enough. Brandon Ayuk, <laughs> six catches, 148 yards for him. Josh Dobbs, 28 of 41, 265 yards, two touchdowns, plus 48 rushing yards. He's turning into like a solid player, dude. Yeah, no, I mean, that's a great game against a 49ers defense. No turnovers either. That's awesome. Tyler Murray, who? Yeah, I know, right? Got a grilled DP for thinking Clayton Toon was going to be the next big thing. Yeah. Let him know. I don't know, dude. Um, I think when Kyler comes back, I think keep his ass on the bench. I always thought he was overrated. Josh Dobbs all day, baby. Josh Dobbs all day, baby. You're right. I know. You're a Kyler hate. I don't understand. Kyler's good. I don't think so. He is good. You're crazy. Do you just not watch Cardinals games or what? No, I do. I'm just saying. I don't think. I don't he, think you do. He's not a. Le- he's not do. a. He's not a leader. He's not a leader. He's a. Well, ta- yeah, you can. He's a talented. You can be quarter- a prick and still be a good football player. No, he's a talented quarterback. No doubt in my mind. He's just not a good leader. It doesn't matter. I, I bet he. I bet he leads the team and kills every once in a while. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's all he cares about. Don't we all? Yeah. Uh, don't hear of many quarterbacks getting a homework clause that's not a good sign i just imagine like kyler getting like activated from like the pup list like the day that mw3 comes out he's like oh, fuck. <laughs> Damn it, dude. Uh, but i want to play on favela uh, james connor 11 for 52 hollywood brown 7 for 96 michael wilson 
Michael Take Wilson. that, Kai. Take that. Wait. Michael Wilson. I like Michael Wilson. <laughs> you said you didn't know who he was like three weeks ago. And yeah, I, remember I didn't, it. We, but everyone knows who he is now, and this is someone you need to pick up in fantasy right now. This guy is relevant. He's no Greg Dorch, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the human Dorch. Uh, Michael Wilson was 7 for 76 and two touchdowns. I agree with Kai. He's definitely a pickup in in, uh, in fantasy this week. I got him in one league. I think Matt got him in one of our leagues. Um. Might yeah, just start I have him, him too. I have him in the dynasty league too. He was he was my fifth round pick this year. All what? you people, all you people that want to get rid of fifth rounders, there's oh, these useful flyers out there. Yeah, who is he indeed? Zach Ertz, six for fifty three. Ertz has been solid. He's a, pretty, he's pretty the solid. Evan Ingram on the other side of the yeah, yeah. country there. That's a good a lot of targets there. Good comparison. So honestly, as the weeks go on, the Cardinals offense looks fun they look like they have pieces that are usable in fantasy yeah i don't don't know man josh dobbs is even like a streamer in the right matchup absolutely Mm -hmm. i mean even against a good defense apparently dude he had a he got like at least 20 points i think yeah i mean he's got a nice little rushing guards helps yeah he's got a nice rushing floor too yeah i'm actually Mm -hmm. very surprised by this cardinals offense yeah i mean it's clear they weren't going to beat the niners by any other team they might have beaten them but this performance I tell you what, though, they were hanging in there for a minute. Oh, yeah. They didn't get away from him until the end, even with McCaffrey popping off. Yep. That's very true. Um, anything else? Debo Debo didn't do well, but he's he's fighting through injuries right now. I'm not too worried about that. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't need him too much. I mean, this, yeah. was, this was the CMC game, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ayuk was great, too. So between yeah. CMC and Ayuk, it just like, didn't really need much other production. Um, all right, last game of Oof. the week, Sunday Sunday night football, Chiefs 23, Jets 20. Um, Taylor Swift part due. I'm just gonna uh, say this right now. The Chiefs should have lost this game. They should have. Zach uh, Wilson had the game of his fucking life. The the officiating was very, very questionable towards the end. That holding call at the end. Yeah. yeah. Gonna say it right now. I think there was something in the water here the hell does that mean i don't know i think the refs were rigging up the game a little bit what did they get what did they get out of the water yeah yeah oh dude they're fucking doing it for the chiefs oh shit Uh, oh man i might be in on this now i might be in on this now someone might have had a juicy bet on the jeff's uh the jets in the sports book i don't know or they got free taylor swift concert tickets think Mm, about it yeah Pat Mahomes, 18 for 3203. A touchdown, two picks, plus 51 rushing yards. Isaiah Pacheco had a great game. 20 carries, 150, 115 yards, and a touchdown, plus 43 receiving yards. Uh Travis Kelsey, six for 60. No, if he would have got 69 yards again, I would have died laughing. Noah Gray had a 34-yard touchdown. Zach Wilson on the other side. Uh, I said he had the game as I honestly he had his best game as a professional. Uh, 28 of 39, 245 yards, two touchdowns. And it wasn't even a stat sheet. Like he was fucking throwing dimes out there, bro. Yeah. Like legitimate darts. Like he looked fucking good. Like if they could get that Zach Wilson the entire season, the Jets would be good. Okay. Right? Okay. Or do you disagree? Or mm. I thought he looked pretty good. I don't know. Maybe he you guys disagree. Good. Yeah. He looked pretty good. I was at my softball game, so I was oh, okay. like in and out. Yeah, the um, the touchdown. 
I don't think it was to Lazard. Who was the other guy that scored a touchdown for the Jets? Kai, do you remember? Um, I thought it was Conklin, but I don't think I don't have a touchdown written down Conk. for Conklin. Conk. But he had one. He had one touchdown that was like, wow, that was a fucking great throw. He threw it to like where nobody but the receiver could get it. <sighs> Let's see. It was CJ CJ Uzuma. It was Uzoma. Yeah, it was CJ Uzoma. I think uh, that that touchdown Uzoma? that he had was fucking really good. Um, Brees Hall six for fifty six. They said that he's not going to have a snap count anymore. Whoa. So, okay. see how that goes. Cool. Dalvin five for sixteen. He's cooked. No pun yeah. intended. Oh. Alan Lazard three for sixty one and a touchdown. Garrett Wilson nine catches sixty yards. Tyler Conklin four for fifty eight. Quincy Williams had thirteen tackles. C.J. Mosley had eleven and an interception. Okay. So yeah. Talked about the hold. Zach Wilson had that fumble late in the game. Uh, I don't know if you saw on the sideline, everyone, all the Jets players were like trying to cheer him up and stuff. He looked super sad. Yeah. Uh, the mouth breathers caught mouth mouth. Did I just combine mouth breathers and mouth readers? Mouth yeah. li- lip readers. Lip readers is the correct term. Lip readers uh, looked like it said. They said they looked like he said. Uh, I cost us the game, man. That's on me, or that's my fault, or whatever. And the Jets players were like trying to like slap him on the chest and like trying to cheer him up. And he just looked like a sad little boy. But I kind of felt bad for him. Like I don't, I don't like Zach Wilson. It is what it is, whatever. But like, I'm like, finally he played a good game, and then you know he still had like a mess up at the end to fuck everything up. But it's the Chiefs, you know. It's whatever. Can we can we go back to your raging take? Are the Chiefs kind of bad? Mm. Or was this a great defense that they played against? Why not both? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like Hoping I said, I, I, I kind of think they had some assistance from the refs in this game. This could have been a very different game without that holding call. I think the refs are just dog shit. Yeah. I don't think it, I don't think there was a collusion or anything. But It was very similar to the Super Bowl last year, that holding call. Very, very similar. Huh. You mean the holding call that should have been a holding call? Are you talking about Bradbury? Yes. This, Kai... For fuck's sake, that was a that was a penalty. He held Juju, dude. He held Let his jersey. You can't do play. that. Let he, the boys Bradbury play. even admitted he, it. He even, even admitted it. it. Let the boys play. You dirty Eagles fan. Disgusting. Dirty birds. Pigeons Walk, fan. Walking the dog. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that I let that raging take was a, was in jest a little bit. I, if you recall, I I don't actually think the Chiefs are bad, but I don't know if they're as good as they normally are at the same time. So uh, I think it's a combination of the Chiefs just not quite being the Chiefs, and also the Jets' defense is fantastic. Um, it was honestly kind of surprising. I, I I was not planning on watching this game. I just had it off to the side on my second monitor while I played video games. And I was like looking at it. I was like, oh, fuck, maybe I should have watched this game. It was actually kind of entertaining. Yeah. Oh, shit. Who do the Chiefs play next week? They play. Got it right here. They play right the Vikings. Ooh. In Kansas City or Minnesota? In Minnesota. Minnesota. You think Taylor Swift's going up to Minnesota? I think she's going to be in Minneapolis. I think she'll be at every game from now on this the rest year. Of the season. Yeah. Oh wow. At least till her and Travis Kelsey break up. So. Um. Well, they're gonna they're gonna be in love forever, guys. So yeah, we will never married. get rid of Taylor Swift. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, Taylor be... Swift's uh, dating history is so. She's just looking for the right one, Kai. Uh-huh. Find a new slant. Find a new slant. Uh-huh. She's feeling 22, Kai. 
I'm feeling 20. I'm feeling 87. Well, I'm not 22, so I don't care. Fair enough. Uh, anything else about this game? No. This Damn really you, Patrick Mahomes. Why couldn't you give Kelsey one more catch for nine yards? Okay. Yeah. If you would have had 69 yards back-to-back weeks, I'd be like, there's something up here. I would have been on with Kai. Like, there's, there's something up. The NFL's trolling us now. They're trolling us. Um, they already are. Uh, I think Isaiah Pacheco is going to win some people some leagues this year. Oh, absolutely. It's a pretty good player, huh? As long as I keep I, uh, CEH off the goddamn field. Christ, yeah, he stinks. Uh, I'm honestly kind of surprised they're not using Jarek McKinnon more, too. A little yeah. bit. A little surprised. He had the one. He had the one week where he had what two receiving touchdowns, but other than that, he's been a no show every week. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get to the Thursday night football preview: Bears, Commanders. Oof, stinky. Another stinker. Yeah. Um, Feed us the garbage. Keep doing it. I, I I'm starting Sam Howell against the Bears. It's a good matchup. I think Brian Robinson is a, is a must start. Thank you. Sorry. I missed it. Thank you. Um, I think Terry McLaurin is a must start. I even think Jahan Dotson in a pinch is probably flex worthy. If you have like, if you're hurt by buys or something, just hope for like a big play. The, I mean, the Bears defense is so bad. I, I just play as many players as you can. Honestly, don't like take anybody out of your lineup to play Dotson. But if, like I said, if you're going through bye week hell or something like that, I, I would play him in the flex personally. But like, I, I think Robinson and Terry are must starts. Yeah, and I think Howell is a fantastic streaming quarterback play. Uh, I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, no, I agree with Send that. It. Yeah, the Sam Howell start is a smart one this week. Just freaking send it, you know. Did, did I want we you get... to start Antonio Gibson. No, absolutely not. <laughs> um, did we get Did we get Dylan's pick for this game? By the way, yes, he picked the Commanders, and so did I. I'm also picking the Commanders. Mac wants to pick the Bears. Do it. Do it. We all picked the Manders. Wow. That's crazy. I probably Uh, won't watch this game. Um, I... I probably will. I probably will. I'm going to a concert tomorrow night, but I'll probably catch uh, Parkway Drive. Oh, that's cool. I'll probably catch a... I'll probably catch a little bit of this game before I leave, but I'm not going to be excited about it. I'll be at work, so I won't have to worry about it. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think my afternoon class tomorrow does not get out, so I'll probably be home from school earlier than normal. If I was at school, I'd be watching it too, though. I just on Thursday night football, I just been throwing it on my phone while I get on like the treadmill or the elliptical or stairmaster or whatever, and just knock out like an hour of cardio and just watch football. It's fucking awesome, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I think I'd be watching it either way, so I mean, I'll probably be home watching it. Overall, I'm expecting to see the Commanders jump off of their momentum that they had last week against the Eagles and continue it here against an even worse defense in the Bears. Looking for the Bears to maybe get a little continuity on offense, though. Yeah, I mean, maybe they they had some good signs last week, too. So this is an interesting matchup for sure. Let's Let's see something here, Bears. Let's see something. Yeah. Would you guys start Justin Fields? No. Uh, I don't know. I mean, last week almost felt like it was an anomaly. It almost feels like if you started him this week, he's going to shit the bed. I think he's worth a start if you have no other option. If you're desperate. But, yeah. That's really um, desperate. Yeah. Anybody else on the Bears that you're playing? Herbert, 
I mean, Herbert or, uh, Herbert kind of had an uptick though, but this uh, the Commanders' run defense is actually like sneaky good too, so it's kind of a risky start. Olcomet is like had a really good game last week. The Commanders are really good against the tight end though, fantasy wise. So yeah. I I I would say he's still worth a start. Uh, try to ride the hot hand, but it's it's risky for sure, still to say the least. Like you said earlier, if you're struggling through bye week stuff, like. Bears players are fine, but I'm not, you know, going straight towards these players trying to yeah. win me my weeks, basically. Eyes must start for the week is Jace Claypool. You told I me. I did not say that. No, you All said right, that. So, no, no. You said that for sure. Uh, <laughs> I hate I hate Chase Claypool. Gaslight. Dude. <laughs> he's a really uh, good dancer, though. I don't care. He's like top. He's in my top five for like most hated <laughs> <don't> players. Care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right that's all i think uh follow us everywhere at raging takes twitter instagram threads tiktok our gmail is raging takes at gmail.com subscribe on youtube subscribe to our audio only options spotify amazon google apple and uh i'm antenna sauce on twitter kai is at rtp kai mac is at it's MacBra. dylan is at such a wise fool and uh we will be here on Saturday for the week five preview and uh, picking all the games. So uh, wait, oh, before I, we go, actually, let me uh, let me update everybody on the on the first I a, round. I have a, I have a reaching take while you do sure, that. Sure. Ooh. The Milwaukee Bucks. <clears throat> oh, no. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> They're getting bounced in the first round of the playoffs. Okay. So now you're flipping it. Yeah. You're flipping it. Okay, yeah. I like it now. Kai <laughs> talked, the championship. Kai, Kai, talked, <laughs> Kai was talking about Kyler not being a leader. Dame Lillard is not a leader, what? and he is going to give up on this team, and it's going to be bad. Is uh, Giannis okay. going to retire, too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that part. <laughs> you know what? He might midseason. Did you guys see bald Steph Curry? Was that a real picture? No, it's fake. But uh, is it fake? Yeah, it's fake. What but, is that? Uh, oh shit! It's a funny look for sure. It's a funny look. It might be more it's aerodynamic. Must be like LeBron. Must be like LeBron. Yeah, he's gonna change uh, his number. So the uh, NFL predictions contest standing so far, uh, we got Mac forty-five and nineteen. Kai and myself are tied at thirty-seven and twenty-seven. So that's eight games back. And then Dylan is three games back of us, 34 and 30. So Dylan is a full 11 back of Mac. So mm. I'll go winning records, though. So yep. That's good. I'll take it. Uh, cool. All right, everybody. We will see you on Saturday. See you later. Thank you guys. Signing off. Bye.